0: I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is Yeah Think? I'd like to talk to you today about, oh, what we can do and what we can't do, our abilities and our disabilities. Uh, today I was uh, on my way to church, it's a Saturday, we do Saturday church choir practice, all that kind of stuff, and when we went outside we had a flat tire. Oh my goodness. Well, if you're a young guy in your 40s, that's right, I said that. Young guy in your 40s, you're young 40 year olds, all right? Enjoy your youngness while you can. Maybe even in your 50s. But when you're 68, have diabetes, have trouble with your legs, uh, this presents, this flat tire presents a huge problem to overcome. So what do we do? Huh? I take out the uh, automatic tire inflator that hooks up to my battery and I try to pump it up and nothing's happening. It's just worthless. So I put that tire, I, I decide I'm going to change the tire and put on the spare. Now I have this little hydraulic jack, little tiny thing, it's about eight inches high. And I have a 30 year old car with rust all over the bottom of it. I thought they fixed it but I guess they didn't. As usual. And now I have to determine where to put this thing. Well, you know folks, I don't see that good. And to get down on the ground I had to have my wife and my daughter my old, older daughter lower me down to the ground so I didn't break my rear end going down. And as I got down there I was able to turn on my side and slip this jack underneath and stop pumping it up. Lo and behold, I had put the jack under the gas tank. Now look, folks, no, I'm not dumb, I'm not stupid, I'm not uh, short of materials up there. The truth of the matter is, I can't see. I know darn well not to put the jack under a gas tank. I was looking for some kind of brace, and my eyes saw a brace, that's all, so that was wrong. Thank God, God is good all the time. Uh, We did not rupture the gas tank. Anyway, we found another spot to put it, and uh, it just would go up so far, and it wouldn't pump anymore. I don't know, I think we were lacking fluid. Anyway, uh, we pulled the tire off and we put that tire underneath the car with a couple of flat rocks on top of it so if the car came down it would come down on top of that and we tried to put the new tire on of course filled with air and the truck car not going up high enough we couldn't get that thing on Now nobody knew what to do but I did Let's let the air out of the tire. And so we did. We let the air out of the tire. And eventually, with a lot of work, because it was still low, we were able to get that tire on and clean up and get on the road to church. Now, now here's what I'm trying to say to you, and especially if if you're older and you can't do many things. You can do all things through Christ Jesus, and if I'm allowed to add to the scripture and anyone he sends to help you. All right? Don't be, don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. But don't be afraid to ask for help. Because if you need help, you got to get help. But here's the clue, folks. I was smart enough to know to let the air out of the tire. That's 68 years of driving everything from a motorcycle to a tractor-trailer and flying small airplanes. Simple thing like that. But God gave it as a gift to help me in the future to change a tire. Now that tire probably took us 45 minutes to change. No exaggeration. And in my great day, in my highlight of a day, I would change it myself in five minutes. But this is what you get when you get to be 68 years old. So then I say to myself, and you know... 68-year-old people, I can't change the tire so fast. They start to feel sorry for themselves. But I didn't. I really didn't. But some might. Some might say, I'm worthless. I can't do anything. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. It's over now. I'm used up. Draw me away. But that's not what God is telling you. God is telling you, let the air out of the tire. Let the other two help push that tire on and let's get on the road. Wow. All your life, you're used to doing things independently and now you have to depend on other people also. But the good thing about that is I'm depending on other people under my direction. Today, I gave a couple of guys to go uh, fix some plumbing in a house that we built for the poor and... uh, I gave them exact instructions on what to do. Now, they know how to do what I told them to do, but they might not necessarily have known exactly what the problem was. And so I feel that God has put it in my heart to tell them what to do, and then they will do it. Wow. You mean I'm worth something after all? You mean it's okay for me to... Designate or delegate authority and have someone else do something that I've told them to do? Yes, definitely. You went from a worker to an executive. Wow. Hey, I feel better now just saying that. I used to be a worker, change tires and fix flats, all, all that kind of stuff. But now I'm an executive. Go over there, do that, use this wrench, turn that screw. Wow! 68 years old took me a long time, but now I am an executive for the Lord. What else can I do? When I was younger, I used to hand out tracts. We had a tract ministry. I organized that thing. And we gave out 10,000 tracts in a night. Went down to the subways, developed our plan. We did it. God gave us the plan, of course. He gave it to me, I gave it to them. But we all did it together. And I was a worker. Today, I couldn't do that. I couldn't go down there and stand for any long period of time. But I could still instruct them on how to do it. Because no longer am I a worker. Now, I'm an executive. I'll tell you what, when we first started this church, God said to me, I want you to start a music ministry. A music ministry? Now, folks, you hear my voice. It's kind of raspy, right? Some people say I sound like Joe Pesci. <laughs> well, I, I like Joe Pesci. He's a good actor. But anyway, uh, I said, God, you, you know my voice. I, I don't sing. I don't play music, Lord. And I barely can read notes. How am I going to be... A music leader. And he said, just do it. So I did it. I grabbed somebody downstairs that knew how to play the guitar and I made her the music director. And then my associate pastor knows how to play the cu- guitar. I put him in charge of developing people. And we started a program where if you could read notes, and play two songs on any instrument, Pastor Jack will buy you one. And that's what I did. And we bought a lot of instruments. We have people playing everything you can think of today. And we have violins, oh so beautiful, and guitars, and, and ukuleles. We had ukuleles donated to us from a, uh, from a group in America. And uh, harmonicas. You know anybody who plays a harmonica anymore? We have harmonicas. Here's one. My friend from New York came. And he brought three accordions. Now, out of that, we have three accordion players. But we have one fantastic accordion player. Why? He put his heart into it. And so one day, I went downstairs. And I said, "Uh, we're going to make a... uh, we're going to make a CD for... I think it was for Christmas or something. And I'm listening to the music and I said, You, 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 and you, out. Come out here. Don't play. Try it again. And they played. It was beautiful. I said, okay, you you five are not ready to be in the Christmas pageant or whatever you want to call it to make the CD. So anyway, we all go down to the place to make the CD. And everybody comes. You know, this this is a church family affair. But when we get there, I find out that these five that I told couldn't play in it snuck in. Now this is how God works. The man who was doing the recording went into the recording room and said, you, 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 out. Let's try it again. And it was fine. So that was God saying, you did what was right, and we reinforced it by this professional's opinion also. God is so good, he knows these things. By the way, those those people went on to learn how to play and have a shot at it, but you know, you have to do it when your time comes. So so that was another thing I was able to do. And uh, all kinds of things. We've organized medical missions. I didn't do it, there were doctors there, half a dozen to a dozen doctors. We had optometrists there, I'm not an optometrist or a doctor, but I told each doctor where they should go, I told them how they could set up, I made sure they ate that day, I made sure they did according to the program, I was the organizer, and a matter of fact, in one Korean group that came, uh, they gave me an air con for my office, air conditioner, uh, that's the American word for aircon here, and uh, they gave me an air conditioner because of the great organization that I done. Of course, I didn't do any great organization. It was God through me that. And whenever I say I did something, please, folks, understand, it's not me. I can do nothing without God, nothing, and that's all right. I like that. It means God is working with me, and He loves me. So tell me. What are you restrained in in your life? What can you possibly be restrained in? Some of you are in wheelchairs. Some of you are blind. Some of you have other disabilities. But there's things that you can do. And if you talk to God, He will put them in your heart to do it. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ, Which strengtheneth me. What's that actually mean? Okay. Can I move a bridge? No, I can't move a bridge. Can I blow up a bridge? Oh, yeah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So he will give me the wherewithal, the knowledge, the power, the ability, the connections. Whatever I need to do it, it will get done. As long as it's in his will. All right? If you want to kill your neighbor because he plays his music too loud... He's not going to give you that, believe me. Don't forget, David was a little guy, a little guy, when he went up there and he looked at Goliath in the eye and he said, you're going down, Bubba. Okay, well, what, what was it? Was it David was so strong? Was David so massive? Was David so intelligent? Was David so great? Or did God touch the heart of David to move in that direction? Once you understand that it's not us that even proposes greatness, but it's God who proposes it within us. And he will guide us to do the things he wants us to do if we do not refuse. He does not force us. David didn't have to do that. But he gives us the strength, he gives us the ability, he gives us the courage, and we go and do it, and we win. We know what happened to Goliath. We know what happened to his brothers also. Alright? These things are overcome by the power of God. And whatever you have that's bothering you today, whatever disability you might have, whatever old age you might have, I say old age because... I, get, I keep saying I'm old, but I remember when I was 17, I said I had my whole life ahead of me. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't feel like I'm old, but I know I'm old. I, I know I can't do the things that I did, but I'm doing other things. I'm doing better things. I'm doing greater things in Christ Jesus. Folks, I want you to know tonight that Jesus loves you more than you love yourself. Jesus wants for you more than you want for yourself. There's only one thing that stands between you succeeding or failing and that's you. Not God. God will give you the, the tools to, equipment to succeed but it's you Who stands between success and failure. What is your attitude today? You may be just trying to quit smoking. Just do it. Just do it. That's what I did. Three packs a day, folks. Marlboro. Oh, I could still taste them. Oh, that was over 20 years ago. I quit. But I quit just like that. Was it hard? Sure, it was hard. Anything worthwhile is hard you build a house by hand and you're hammering wood and you're sawing and you're doing all that it's hard but the benefits are so great what a wonder when you're done start off little what's the bible says it says look to the ants, oh ye sluggard wow even in a wheelchair you can go back and forth from one side to the other moving what you need to move to get it in that direction you can go to the computer even in a wheelchair. You can go in the computer and start researching things. What kind of things? Whatever God leads you to research. You may become the discoverer of a cure for whatever. You know, whatever needs a cure. And you may be the one that discovers it. You have a newfound position in life. And that position, God has allowed you to take only because He knows that if you agree you can do it if you agree you can do it and that's how it works and so don't say I'm in this position now and it's terrible I don't say oh look at me I'm 68 years old and I can't I can't run around the block I mean would be nice but I have other things to do I have other things to do I went to the beach uh, a week or two ago and and they're asking me come on go in the water go in the water I said I have no desire to go in the water I can't walk that good I don't want to step on something in the water that might cut my foot and get me an infection and I'm not sad about it I can't do that I'll do something else and I did other things and I was very happy being there folks God has put you in a position Embrace it, enjoy it, make it work for you, and you will win. Folks, God bless you and keep you. Make him shine upon you. Let him give you the strength you need to survive to make you happy, to make you peaceful. May you be a pleasure to those around you because they seek strength for those of us who seem to have no strength, and yet, we can give so much. Ah, oh, bless you all. Look, you have something to say about this. Go right ahead and say it. You can, you can write me at 7101 at USA.net. That's 7101 at USA.net. And now until next week, I'll see you around.